What's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to or watching as the case may be. Cogitations or Christianity now. I'm still not sure exactly what I'm going to do with the Cogitations brand. I'm almost tempted to let it go the way of the dinosaur. I love my Cogitations brand, um, but I think I really want to make sure I'm focusing on Christianity now. Pardon me. I'm messing with my lid. I got this for Christmas, by the way. This is a, a Yeti, and it's 48 ounces, and I love it. My son got that for me for Christmas. Now, um, so hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. We're not keeping the matter in my heart. We're going to talk about it. And today we're going to talk about being blessed beyond measure. These are just some random musings of me at the end of the year slash beginning of the year. I know that this is technically the first day of 2024, but the last few days I've been kind of reflective. I've taken some time off, which I did not intend to do, but evidently I really needed it. And yeah, it's just been amazing. Um, the, the, my local work, the the work here in Riverview, Canada, Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, it's going really, really well. Um, we had, if you count the little children, we had over 50 in attendance uh, last week. Now, a bunch of those were visitors from out of town, uh, visiting family. But even so, uh, even with some people traveling yesterday, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, we still had above 30 folks. Um, the, the, the work that the Lord is doing in uh, Canada in Moncton Riverview Dieppe is absolutely amazing. Uh, hello, Happy New Year, Robert Leedy. Robert, are you going to do any coon hunting this evening? You know, they say what you do on the first day of the new year, you'll be doing on the for the rest of the year. So uh, whenever we were young, we always tried to do something. Uh, we always went camping. We always went coon hunting or squirrel hunting or something like that. And uh, we tried to be like, hey, what deer hunting was real big as well. I, I, I've never been a big uh, deer hunter. Uh, I always enjoyed hunting small game with a dog. Uh, I had a Oddly enough, growing up, I had this dog named Pepper. Uh, she was a, tr a walker, uh, an English treeing walker, I guess. Anyway, a uh, little tricolored dog, good-looking little hound. And she was a haint, man. Um, she would sight hunt squirrels during the day. And you take that heifer out at night, she'd tree coon. And uh, I never did keep her locked up. Uh, there were four or five neighbors uh, that lived on Possum Trot Road that um they just come by and get her and they'd go coon hunting with her they'd go squirrel hunting with her um she loved it she lived for it sadly i didn't get any i mean i couldn't perpetuate that bloodline because um she uh she she got uh, i mean we we had her spayed because she ran loose and we didn't want to have any puppies out of her and we had no clue exactly how good she is going to be but boy she turned into a good one anyway uh, hello, Sherry Hickman's good to see you. Well, listen, uh, I want to talk about this idea of being blessed beyond measure. There's a, there's a verse in Ephesians chapter three that I've always enjoyed. Um, unto me, this is verse eight of Ephesians three 
Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is the grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Let me tell you what I think that means. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, in the bigger picture, we can know for sure what it means. But I'm talking about the specific phrase, the unsearchable riches of Christ. Well, the riches of Christ are beyond finding out. Like, they are. But I, I, I just wonder if we ever stop and think exactly what that means. And I think what it means is the riches of Christ must be revealed. Human beings could never come to the conclusion without revelation from God. That's the Holy Bible. Human beings could never come to the conclusion about the blessings that are in Christ. They would never come up with the scheme of redemption. They would never come up by themselves without help. In other words, they can never go searching for this scheme of redemption, this way of living, quote-unquote, the way. And so these riches in Christ are unsearchable. You cannot go find them. You have to obey the gospel. You have to be delivered out of the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And then you have access to those spiritual blessings. Folks, uh, this doesn't have anything to do with what I plan to say today, but if you have not been delivered out of the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son, if you've never obeyed the gospel, then I urge you to do that not Wednesday, not Sunday, right now. Find some way to do it. And if you haven't done it and you're listening to this, uh, whether it's now or after the fact or whatever, you contact me and we'll we'll see what we can do to help you uh, take care of that in your life. All right? Um, Robert Lady says, I'm probably not going to be able to go tonight, but definitely going to try and go later this week. I have five coonhounds, three red bones, one English, and one walker. Robert Lee, man, that's awesome. So help me out. So when I remember, I don't know anything. Okay. Um, we had CKC, not UKC. So this Walker was an English treeing Walker and it was registered with the CKC. I don't know exactly what that means, but so what, what's the difference between an English and a Walker? I may need that may be something I just need to Google instead of taking time on a live stream. I don't know, but it's my live stream, so I'm going to ask that question if I want to. Uh, Ajit Tomobi, Happy New Year! Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Um, incidentally, you know what? Before we get too deep into this, you know we need to have a word from our sponsor. Uh, in fact, Aaron told me that uh, Lindsay's been getting a decent amount of business from our ad read. So I think that's awesome. Uh, be sure to contact Lindsay Faye Dotson at gmail.com. Are you part of a church congregation seeking effective ways to spread the word about your event? Well, look no further. Lindsay Dotson specializes in designing modern advertisements for churches. Whether it's flyers, postcards, or social media graphics, Lindsay's got you covered. Reach out through a private message on Facebook or send an email to Lindsay Faye Dotson at gmail.com for more details. Don't miss this opportunity to make your message resonate both far and wide. Contact Lindsay Dotson, lindsayfaydotson at gmail.com today. And it doesn't matter whether you're a church or an individual or some other company. If you need social media graphics and advertisements, 
Lindsay is the one for you. Lindsay Faye Dotson, Lindsay Faye Dotson at gmail.com. All right. I'm going to put the uh, Twitter back up. Uh, don't forget to follow us on X, AKA Twitter or FK formerly known as Twitter. Uh, Christianity now at one Chronicles one, two, three, two. What's going on, John Exum. It certainly is good to see you on the live stream today. I hope everybody's having a really good, uh, new year's day. Um, incidentally, I want to talk to you about how I'm being blessed beyond measure. Uh, we have these unsearchable riches of Christ. We are blessed. All we have to do is look around. I mean, if you inhale and then you exhale, you are doing that because Jesus Christ died that you might live. But there's so much more to life than just a beating heart. I mean, we want to live a fulfilled life. John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says that he came that they might have life, but they might have it more abundantly. Jesus died on the cross and ascended into heaven so that you and I could have an abundant life in Christ Jesus. Now, we're not, we're not preaching a prosperity gospel. We're not saying, oh, your best life now. Here's how to tap into your best life now, and you name it and claim it and all that good stuff. No, all that stuff's hogwash. But living a life in Christ, there is a certain fulfillment there. And regardless of what's going on around us, Christians should be just just should have a baseline of joy that other people don't possess. That's one of the spiritual blessings. That's a metaphysical blessing. Let's go to Philippians. And, and, and we'll, we'll talk about somebody else before we start talking about me. But we're going to get to me. because and, and actually me, it's me and Aaron. We're going to talk about Christianity now and how Christianity now has been blessed. But listen to this, all right? I'm just going to start reading in chapter 3, verse 1, and then that's going to ease us into the, the meat of the podcast. But I'm going to get this comment from Robert Lady. Walkers generally look like overgrown beagles. Okay. That's what Pepper looked like. She looked like a beagle that was about six inches taller and several inches, you know, like probably six or eight inches longer. And she was a little light. She wasn't quite as beefy in the body as a beagle. You know, she's a good dog and she could fight a coon. In fact, the first coon that I shot out on her, I shot out this big old sow and I shot it out with a 177 caliber pellet rifle. <laughs> <laughs> she, that coon came out hot boy and uh she lost about uh an inch and a half off of her left ear and about an inch off of her right ear but we ended up getting that coon anyway uh they usually have longer legs walkers were originally bred to be foxhounds i had no idea that's interesting uh john exum says uh, for Joel Smokescreen, this is his best life now because if he doesn't obey the gospel now, this is all the reward he will get. For people who do not obey the gospel, for people who are not Christians, this life is the closest thing to heaven they will ever get. For people who have obeyed the gospel, this life is the closest thing to hell they, were, well, they will ever experience. Folks, let that marinate in your brain pan. That's one of the most profound things I've ever heard, uh, which, which so you know, I didn't make it up. Somebody else said it. I just copied it. All right. So let's go. Finally, my brethren rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me indeed is not grievous, 
But for you it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of concision, of the concision. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Oh, I don't want to have any confidence in the flesh. I don't have any confidence in the flesh. Again, my best life is not now. There's nothing here that can help me. There's nothing in, a, in, in the law of this world that can help me. It's the law of God, the law of Christ. Verse 4, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. Do you have, conf- do you have occasion to have confidence in the flesh? Are you ultra successful? Are you a multimillionaire? Are you the president and CEO of your company? Are you upper management? Are you an entrepreneur that, that owns the company for that, that you, uh, not that you work for, that's a, that, that'd be an oxymoron. Um, you get what I'm saying though. Like, are you, are you very, very successful? Are you blessed greatly in this world's good? You still don't need to have any confidence in that because what's going to happen at the end of time, you know, think about Bill Gates. Think about, think about Jeff Bezos. Think about Elon Musk. You think all his billions are going to save him? Don't have confidence in the flesh. I remember door knocking for, uh, at Memphis school of preaching, we would do, uh, campaigns and you had, uh, four, four quarters in, in the year. Let me make sure I'm saying this right. John Exum, you correct me if I get this wrong. You've got two years, four quarters in each year. So you had seven campaigns. You had a campaign per quarter, if I'm remembering correctly. Except for every other year, you would have the restoration trip, which counted as a campaign. Awesome. I went to Ohio and visited family for the holidays. My my dad obeyed the gospel. It was a highlight of last week. I'm so thankful for answered prayers. Amen. John Exum, you have two a year, I believe. Well, see, that's, John, that's what I was thinking. I, but I really thought you had, okay, four total. But, but wouldn't it be three total? Because every other year, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We went on campaigns. Uh, John, I'm sure you're right and I'm wrong. It's, it's just, I can't remember. I've slept since then. But yeah, one is the restoration trip. So anyway, we, we go on these campaigns and I remember the, the going on campaigns. I would not want to ever door knock in the quote unquote good part of town. Not that I have anything against rich people. It's just really hard to convince somebody that they need Jesus when the devil has given them everything they ever wanted. Now I'm speaking hyperbolically like my brother-in-law is well off. He worked really, really hard. I don't think the devil gave him all of that, but conceptualize it that way. You know, um, if, if you, well, think about this. If you're working at a factory and the management comes to you and says, look, we, we really like the way you look. We want to give you a promotion. You're making $50,000 a year. Now we're going to give you such a large promotion. You're going to be making $75,000 a year. 
Is there anybody listening to this live stream that couldn't use an extra 25 grand a year? Hello, I could use an extra 25 grand a year. But you have to work 12 hour days on Wednesdays and Sundays. And you will never be able to go to Bible class at the normal time on Wednesday. And you will never be able to assemble with the saints on Sunday. What do you do? Do you take the 25 grand and forsake the assembling of yourselves together? Or do you say, you know what? I just don't need the money at that price. It's too much. It may be that Satan is blessing you with that opportunity. And if you take it, you're taking a blessing from Satan. I'm just saying, that's the way I conceptualize it. So be very, very, very careful when opportunities come along that remove you or take you from the brethren and take you away from God. So that's what I mean. And I think that's what Paul's talking about when he says, "Have no com- we, we have no confidence in the flesh, though Paul himself might have confidence in the flesh. He, In other words, he has occasion to have confidence in the flesh. Now, the cool thing is, that's right, Sherry, forsaking God is not worth any amount of money. And look, I use that because uh, whenever I was training horses, my boss man came to me and he gave me a pretty good little chunk of change uh, to be the designated guy to come in on Sundays and take care of the barn for a few hours uh, on everybody's day off. And it was fine for a while, but then it got to where it started impeding on my ability to worship with the saints. And incidentally, I was working for a company, a retail sales organization, and um, my, not contract, the the handshake that we had, the verbal contract that we had, uh, was I work one Sunday a month. And they even said that I could go up into management working one Sunday a month. But then once I got into management um, on the store level, they changed that and they said, you have to work every other Sunday, eight months out of the year. That was more than I thought I could give. So that's when I went to Memphis School of Preaching. Anyway, when I was when I took that gig uh, feeding horses uh, on Sundays, I had to give it back after. I mean, I, I kept it up for about a year, but I, I gave it back. I said, hey, man, I, I can't do this. It's too much. Hello, Sword and Pearl. It's good to see you. All right. But listen to what Paul says. If anybody now, now look, whenever Paul says flesh, I really think that Paul's talking about, uh, I think there's a, a an application here, a way to interpret this uniquely to Paul, because he's talking about the law of Moses. He's talking about the system from which he was liberated when he obeyed the gospel. And that's the messy, uh, the mosaic system. All right. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. So you 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 don't have as much you don't have an occasion to have as much confidence in the flesh as Paul did, and now Paul's going to prove that. Listen, he was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, but not only that, he was of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews. Folks, 
That's like saying he was a man's man. He was a Hebrew's Hebrew. He was the Hebrew that your mama, the, all the mama to the boys said, you ought to be like Paul. And the daddies of the girls said, you need to marry a man like Paul. He was the Hebrew's Hebrew, the other Hebrews desired to be like. Okay. Now, as touching the law, he was a Pharisee, a separated one. You're talking about having some clout concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But now listen, verse seven, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. You know, that's funny about that funny thing about that word dung. I see a lot of my brethren really clutch their pearls whenever, whenever folks, whenever they hear, whenever they will hear some bad language, Paul used an expletive that in the day would be the equivalent of SHIT. If I'm understanding history, if I'm understanding linguistics, if I've researched this and I have drawn the proper conclusions, that's, that's what Paul did. In other words, if we wanted to write a modern equivalent that carried with it the same level of putrescence, we would write, instead of dung, we would write S-H-I-T. Paul is serious about this. There's nothing in this world that can compare to what we have in Christ. Nothing at all. I talked about this from the pulpit the other day. Think about Lazarus. Lazarus spent four days in Abraham's bosom. Now, after Lazarus was raised from the dead, I want you to sit down with Lazarus and say, hey, listen, I want you to go rob a bank with me. What? Rob a bank? Are you crazy? That's a sin against God Almighty. Yeah, but think about all the money we'll have. Are you nutso? I've just spent four days in Abraham's bosom. You think something as common as money will make me give up that prospect? Man, I want to go back. Think about Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If you have been risen with Christ, if you then be risen with Christ, set your affection on those things which are above. Well, Lazarus experienced those transcendent things. He experienced being in paradise. What With what could you tempt Lazarus to make him count as dung Abraham's bosom? He's experienced it. We need to focus on our spiritual destination with that much intensity that there is nothing with which we can be tempted that would pull us away from pressing toward 
the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You see, Paul counted himself to have apprehended but only one thing. He forgot everything, and he just pressed towards the mark. We are blessed beyond measure in Christ Jesus. And if we don't think about it, we'll never really know it. It has been divinely revealed to us, and unless we study the scriptures, we won't know our blessings because they're unsearchable. We can't go find these blessings out in the world. We can't draw these conclusions from the world. God has to tell them. Listen to God. Read the Bible. Now, that's really, that's it. If you're going to make, ain't you, the, oh man, yeah, ain't that the truth? I'd have about 5,000 questions for Lazarus about Abraham's bosom. That's right. Yeah. Were, were you a disembodied spirit? Like, did you have a bot? Not, I know, I know, I know that they don't have bodies in paradise because their bodies are here on the earth. But, as as an ethereal being in the ethereal region, could you coalesce? I don't know. I, you're, I'm going to stop because we don't know the answer. We'll never know the answer until we get to the other side. But that's not even the, the biggest questions that I would have for, for, for Lazarus. All right. Um, folks, the Christianity Now brand has been blessed beyond measure by you all through through Christ, by you all, or by you all through Christ? Pick one. Uh, we're just thankful for you, our listeners. Uh, we're thankful for you, our monetary supporters. Um, you might not know this, but um, what we're going to do in, in 2024 is we're going to try to focus the revenue stream to 100% substack. okay? Um, it is great that we have people uh, donating money on Patreon, uh, we were taking donations on Buy Me a Coffee. We don't promote Buy Me a Coffee anymore. Um, we really try to push everybody uh, to Substack or to Patreon. Um, we would love for you to have a five dollar a month subscription on Substack. And if you uh, let me get let me get to the captions here. Buy Me a Coffee is a way to do a one time donation. Well, my suggestion, if you want to do a one time donation. Just send it to nearchurches at gmail.com through PayPal. That's easier. And that way, uh, because I still, it, it, it anyway, it, it still has to go through, like buy me a coffee, gets a little bit of it, and then I have to move it to somewhere else, and then it goes to my bank account. It would be better just to do it on near churches. And that way only one person gets it. And I'm very sorry that that kicked on. I don't know why it kicked on, but it did. So maybe we'll be okay. Um, what else did I have? Oh, yeah. I want to show you something. This Y'all may or may not find this interesting. Uh, let me go to uh, the pictures here. And I want to show you this. Let me Let me get the... Oh, hold on. Let me get this caption off the screen. So this is just the audio equipment that I use whenever I do my voiceover stuff, whenever I narrate the articles, and whenever I do podcasting. 
Now, the piece of equipment with the one, two, three, four uh, VU meters that are shaped like diamonds, those are microphone preamps. So my microphone goes into these preamps, and then the signal goes out and goes into this piece of equipment um, on the top, the 266XS, not the very, very top, but the 266XS. And that signal, there's a noise gate which uh, attenuates the signal during certain times so you don't hear like really, really harsh breath sounds and stuff like that. And then it goes out the 266 and into the piece of equipment on the bottom with two rectangular VU meters. And that is nothing but a compressor. And it compresses the signal so it will it will sound louder but won't be so hot. Okay? And then it goes back into the, uh, the preamp, the universal audio uh, with the four... VU meters that are shaped like diamonds and then that communicates with the very very top piece of equipment which is a universal audio uh, digital interface and then from there it goes into my MacBook um, that's a very very expensive setup and I was able to buy this equipment whenever we were in the states Labeth was working uh for a company, uh, a counseling company, and I was working at the Bay Church of Christ, and we were um, some some of y'all supported us um, whenever we were building up the brand and stuff. So we were able to get this kind of equipment. But I've been blessed beyond measure because I did. I'm going to take this off of the. I'm going to take this off of the um, off the screen. There you go. Uh, Robert Leedy, do you still narrate the children's stories? I have not done that for a minute. I'm thinking about getting back into it. Um, the, the young woman that was helping me with the thumbnails and stuff, uh, she was doing that voluntarily. And we, I really thought that we would be able to monetize that, but it just, what we, we did it. We, we were going to do it six months, and I said, look, if we do it for six months, we'll know whether or not it's lucrative, and it wasn't, and I said, well, what do you want to do? She said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. It's good practice for me, and uh, it may be good exposure. Let's try it. So we did it for six more months. So we did it over a year, and it just didn't take off as fast as I thought it should have, and she was starting to lose interest. And it was causing me anxiety because I was like, well, she's working for nothing. Uh, she's a much better artist than I am a narrator. Uh, she shouldn't have to be giving me free um, art in order for me to practice my narration. So I'm thinking that I'm going to re-up that. And I'm going to, I'm either going to, I'm either going to do one of two things. I'm going to, redo some of those stories and re-release them using her thumbnails that she made for me and seeing if I can, if I can breathe some new life into that, um, YouTube channel. 
And if it works really well and it, and it takes off because I'm, I mean, let's face it, I'm better now than I was then. Um, if it works and, and we're able to be monetized, I can funnel that monetization to her and that way she can be like, okay, so now that this is monetized, I'm, 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 I'm more interested in it. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I mean, it's work, you know, um, I love to do it because I was practicing. Well, Courtney was already a good artist. She didn't need to practice. So anyway, um, I guess it's a long way around the bush of saying, I don't know exactly. I plan on doing something like that. And if I, I'm either going to redo the old ones or do new ones and just kind of come up with my own thumbnails, but I enjoy it. Um, Jason Goldtrap, hey buddy, in 2024, I want everyone to participate in the William M. Golden Pledge. Each day I'll do a golden deed by helping those who are in need. That's good. You know, we need to always have eyes that see people in need and help when we can. Um, but anyway, so that's my plans with the uh, 2020 with the uh, with the Storytime Classics. But back to um, back to what we have here. I I did a talking about being blessed without measure. I sat down and I did some did some ciphering. And I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I've got a professional studio here. And I bought it here and along. I had some help from you all along the way. And you know what? I was going to tell you the price of, of what all this costs, but now I feel weird doing it. Anyway, let's just say I've got some, I've got a professional studio set up. And if I could ever make my knowledge in my head match the equipment that I have, I would have some really good, really good production quality. Um, I, I even this, this Elgato FaceTime camera, man, that's amazing. This thing is, uh, around a hundred dollars and it it's every bit as good as some thousand thousand dollar DSLR cameras that I've seen anyway. Um, but that's that's kind of what we're planning with the brand going into 2024 is uh Aaron and I are going to focus on putting out content in 2024 I'm going to focus more on some uh videos for YouTube that are not live streams because those are starting to do good I would love my goal in 2024 is to get the the Christianity Now YouTube channel monetized and it's, it's not that I'm trying to hook folks out of money. It's just that YouTube makes money off of us streaming on YouTube. So if we had our channel monetized, they would just give us some of that money that they're already making. So anyway, that, that's kind of where I am with that. Um, I'm looking forward to get Aaron more involved in 2024. Uh, that's good. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's about all I wanted to talk about. Um, in 2023, I bought, an, I bought a computer. I bought a Windows computer. Um, my son says it's a pretty good one. It's one we had. Well, we didn't have it built. It was built uh, by a custom computer guy. And uh, as such, it's got some really neat things in it. Um, 
but yeah, that's, uh, I've, I've got some more soundproofing to do. I've been, I've been auditioning for some audio books and, um, I, I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard market to break into. Uh, what I would like to do is, uh, in 2024 is set up a website, just, just a landing page that says that something about, um, Tony Brewer's voiceover and have some, uh, have a portfolio there, uh, have a way to contact me and try to try to do some stuff like that to, to make some extra money. What we're trying to do is we're trying to create some revenue streams where we can, uh, quite frankly, where we can retire one of these days. Um, it's just the way it is. I mean, everybody needs to be thinking of, uh, the future and I should have been thinking of the future and when I was 20 years old instead of when I'm 46 years old, but that's, that's, that's just what it is. But anyway, yeah, that's, um, the Christianity now brand. I'm looking forward to 2024. Um, if you want to help us and you want to support us, my suggestion is $5 a month on Substack. You, that, that helps us more than, you know, uh, just think if we had a hundred five dollar a month subscribers, on Substack. That's not bad. That's what? Is that 5,000 a month? I think so. That's terrible. I can't, I can't do the, I can't do the math. $5 times 500. Nope, nope, nope. $5 times 100. That's 500 a month. Yeah. 500 a month ain't bad. Yes, actually. Are you still accepting sponsors like Lindsay? I am. Yeah. If, if you want to, uh, if you have something where you want to, uh, like if, if you want me to, uh, do an ad read for a show, um, yeah, I would do an ad read. Just, I tell you what, right now, I don't know what, a, I don't know what a fair price is. Um, If anybody's interested in, me, in in us doing an ad read for a show for an entire month, let's say, contact me and and we'll we'll discuss the price because I want to do something that's fair and uh, I don't want to overcharge because I mean if you overcharge and 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 you don't get a return value uh, commensurate with what you spent, no, I mean you'll you'll sell one ad read and that's it. Um, I, I won't, I would, I would like to sell ad spots, but if I sell ad spots at too much money, then you won't get ad spots. But anyway, yeah. So if you got a, if you got somebody in mind, if somebody has a, if somebody wants me to do an ad read on the show, holler at me and, and we'll work something out. I promise you, I promise you'll be able to afford it. Now, if, um, you know, five years from now, if we're, if we're having a thousand people in the live stream and we're having. I mean, it would be a little bit more money, but you know what? I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to grow this and I want to hustle. And if you've got, if you've got an ad read, holler at me. All right. Um, guys, I think that's all I've got. Um, I think it feels good to get back in the swing of things. I took a break and it was weird. I think it messed with my mind as much as I needed the break. There was also a little voice in the back of my head here saying, 
you're worthless. You're not doing anything. You're lazy. I'm like, oh, well, everybody's saying I need to take a break and everybody's saying I deserve a break. Why are you telling me? And I'm talking to myself, Tony, why are you telling Tony that he's lazy? <laughs> well, because Tony's got an esteem problem. Evidently, Tony's hard on himself, but it does feel good to get back in the groove. Um, oh, 2024. Um, Proverbs 27 says, don't brag about what you're doing and don't brag about what you're going to do. That being said, um, I've got to, I've got to get my health under control. I'm not unhealthy right now. Oddly enough, cholesterol's good. Blood pressure's good. I mean, blood pressure could be better, but blood pressure still in the, it's on the high end of the good range. Um, but it's going to get bad if I keep going the way I'm going without doing anything about it. So, um, I've got an electric bicycle, by the way, a nice electric bicycle. I, I, my truck was a 2015 Ram Bighorn and you know how expensive trucks got. Well, I sold that sucker and we bought a 2016 Honda CRV all wheel drive. And I had enough money left over to purchase a really nice electric bicycle. So I plan on riding the Dickens out of that. I've rode it a bunch, but it's been pretty cold. But, uh, anyway, so hopefully I, I don't want to, Oh, I don't want to brag. I don't want to say I'm going to lose weight. Let me say this. I am going to focus more on my health in 2024. That's what we'll say. So you keep that in your prayers, folks, because God knows I need them. Um, other than that, I want to leave you with the message in the beginning that we had on the podcast. We are blessed beyond measure in Christ. And we will not realize the blessings we have unless we study our Bibles. So in 2024, make sure that you are fully aware through the scriptures by what they teach of your unsearchable riches of, in Christ. And make sure that you arm yourself and your, th those blessings are so tangible, so real, that you're like Lazarus that there's nothing anybody in this world can tempt you with that would cause you to trade the blessings you have in Christ for whatever the temporal things that are in the world today. Folks, this has been Tony Brewer with Cogitations Christianity Now. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, X, Rumble, $5 a month subscription on Substack or a free subscription on Substack. And uh, that's it. God bless every one of you. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll catch you on the flip side.